0: Welcome to the Labor Force Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Strukin, proud member of New York State United Teachers, celebrating 50 years this year. The business of business CNBC out yesterday with 63% of workers unable to pay a $500 emergency expense, survey finds. How employers may help change that. Now you know what you're going to get from CNBC, but that headline caught my eye nonetheless. And it just shows you, what will you hear, and what won't you hear, about just how employers may pay a living wage and honor their employees' right to unionize without desperate union busting, all the while categorically denying that they're breaking any labor laws whatsoever. No, the words living, or wage, or union are nowhere to be found here. It's all about Uncle Sam passing legislation that will have an immediate and lasting impact on our kitchen table fortunes. Just let me stop and click my heels, then rub my magic lamp. Let's get into it. Surprise, surprise. Persistently high inflation has left many workers struggling to afford unexpected emergency expenses. According to a survey by SecureSave, 63% of employees are unable to cover a $500 emergency expense. And how are we dealing with it? Respondents told SecureSave that they would either turn to a friend or family member for money, with 19%, or cover the expense with a credit card, with 18%. Just 4% would ask their benevolent employer for help, according to the survey of 1,600 adults taken between June and July. Even high earners are struggling, with 64% of those who are earning more than $100,000 indicating that financial stress has affected their productivity at work. Meanwhile, 35% said they are living paycheck to paycheck. People that are out of pandemic money and have racked up credit card balances and are still paying higher prices due to inflation, said Devin Miller, co-founder and CEO of Secure Save. They're scratching and clawing to find money they can anywhere. Personal finance expert Susie Orman, another co-founder of Secure Save, emphasized the importance of savings for financial security. All people they're really looking for in life is to be secure. To not have to worry about if something goes wrong, what are they going to do? The only way you can never be secure is when you have savings. And this would be the place to address a living wage and respecting the right to unionize. But no, it has to be complicated and slow instead. New changes in the Secure 2.0 legislation aim to make it easier for workers to build and access emergency cash. These changes include allowing employees to save up to $2,500 in an after-tax account alongside their retirement accounts. Workers would potentially be automatically enrolled in the programs, which would defer the money automatically through payroll deductions. It also enables penalty-free withdrawals of up to $1,000 per year from retirement plans for emergency expenses. But of course, that's a loan you have to pay back within a certain time frame, you see, with your rising wages. But there's bright red tape. Experts predict that adoption of these changes may face delays due to regulatory uncertainties. Craig Copeland, Director of Wealth Benefits Research at the Employee Benefit Research Institute, estimated that it might take two to three years before the $2,500 emergency savings provision becomes effective. The $1,000 provision may be more easily adopted next year, particularly for plans that are already providing hardship withdrawals, he said. Despite potential delays, The legislative changes are seen as a significant step toward highlighting the importance of emergency savings. The connection between short-term emergency savings and long-term retirement security has gained attention. Some employers, like Starbucks and BlackRock, have already introduced emergency savings plans for their workers. Oh, there's the progressive Starbucks we've come to know so well for its pro-worker values. Saving for the unexpected is important and Starbucks wants to
1: make it easier for you. When you participate in My Starbucks Savings by saving at least $5 each paycheck, you can earn up to $250 in cash incentives from Starbucks when certain milestones are reached. Earn the first incentive just for getting started in the program on MyStarbucksSavings.com. Through Fidelity Goal Booster, you can set a savings goal, open and link an eligible account, then set up ongoing contributions of at least $5 from your Starbucks paycheck. And you will get a $50 cash incentive from Starbucks deposited to your account after the end of a month. Keep saving each paycheck and you can continue to earn incentives when you maintain your direct payroll contributions of at least $5 per paycheck and a minimum $50 balance. That's $25 per quarter, up to a maximum of $150 over six quarters. If you reach a balance of $400 at the end of a month, get the confetti ready. That's because Starbucks will help celebrate this major milestone with another $50 incentive. Just like that, you've earned up to $250 from Starbucks and together, with your own contributions, you've started a nice little nest egg. And the best part is, it's all yours. Starbucks has no access to your accounts opened through Goal Booster. Find more details on mystarbucksavings.com.
0: Easy as one to pay a living wage. How's that for an incentive?
2: I've always hated the term, like, oh, the economy's going so well, because more times than not, it means millionaires and billionaires are making record profits. It never means I can comfortably pay my bills. I've always had to work hard and make maybe just above minimum wage at best. And I know all of us are working harder than Howard Schultz is. He's not getting up at 4.30 in the morning and running around a store making sure everyone can get their coffee when we make thousands of dollars a day for the store. And I really do think that you're correct in saying like
1: if they would just give people more benefits, if they would treat their workers better, accommodate them better, their profits would go up because people would want to be, work, be working here. They would come to work and they'd be happy to be here. They would know that they can rely on their job to provide for themselves, provide for their families, provide what they need. I'm 24 years old, I have my college degree, and I still live at home with my parents because I cannot afford an apartment in New Jersey on a single salary, full-time. I work full-time, and I can't afford to support myself.
0: Ormond emphasized that while employees understand the need for these benefits, it's essential for employers to recognize their importance. Quote, the employees understand very well why they want it, why they need it. Who really needs to understand it is the employer. Orman's net worth, a cool $75 million. In other news, we've now got the UAW filing unfair labor practice complaints against Stellantis and General Motors for failing to make counteroffers to the union's economic demands.
2: UAW family, I'm sad to report that the big three are either not listening or they are not taking us seriously. We are now 14 days out from our contract expiration, and both General Motors and Stellantis are have failed to give us any economic counters. You know there's a pathetic irony to having these companies fixate so much on worker absenteeism and productivity when their top leadership have ditched bargaining and are refusing to buckle down and do the work of actually negotiating a contract. GM and Stellantis' willful refusal to bargain in good faith is not only insulting and counterproductive, it's also illegal. That's why today Our union filed unfair labor practice charges, or ULPs, against both GM and Stellantis with the National Labor Relations Board.
0: And as reported by More Perfect Union, 26,000 flight attendants at American Airlines just voted to authorize a strike. These workers haven't gotten a raise since 2019, and with 99% voting yes, they're ready to win big. Pilots at American Airlines just won a 46% raise. Now it's the flight attendants' turn. No, I don't mind flying. But having to wait around at the airport on a long layover or waiting out a delay obviously sucks. And there have been a lot of such incidents in the past couple of years. Now imagine this.
1: So I made it to work. Our airline, you have to be signed in at work an hour Uh, Before your flight, we start boarding the plane about 30 to 35 minutes prior to departure. However, our pay doesn't start until the boarding door is closed on the plane. So, even though we're required to be signed in by, you know, an hour before departure, and you can get into trouble if you're not signed in on time, my pay essentially does not start until that door is closed. If there's weather or if there's a maintenance issue, if that door is not closed, essentially we're sitting. There not getting paid at all.
0: So the fact that they're willing to take the hit by going on strike if they have to is another example of the courage of this movement we're seeing, but also yet another example of being pushed to the brink. Yeah, travel is your pay. Maybe once upon a time, but not now. The stakes, the conditions are all much different today, to say the least. So for the Labor Day show, I'll be sharing a conversation I had earlier this week with other members of the Labor Radio Podcast Network about what's brought us to this hot labor summer and where we might go from here. It was an excellent discussion, so don't miss it. That's all for today. Enjoy what's hopefully a nice, long Labor Day weekend. No doubt you deserve it. So thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the show, you can find Labor Force on Spotify for podcasters and select a level, starting at just a dollar a month. Also, please share, rate, and review to help others find the show. You can listen anywhere you get your podcasts. And speaking of listening and broadening your worker contact, the Labor Force podcast is now affiliated with the Labor Radio Podcast Network, an indispensable labor source where you can find many more shows like this one. You can check it out at laborradionetwork.org. Until next time, take care and stay union strong.